Tonight on Video Game Movie Anatomy, we're gonna see where the anger began. We're talking about Angry Birds that just came out a couple of weeks ago. Is this 99 cent app worth your time and money? Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movie. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Video Game Movie Anatomy. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy. We're here talking about the 2016 movie, Angry Birds, uh, based on the 2009 app of the same name. Is it worth spending 99 cents on the app, or all the different iterations of the app, or seeing this movie? We're here to tell you about that today. Uh, I am one of your hosts, the internet's Mark B. Donica. Find me on Twitter, at Mark B. Donica, and joining me as always, Mrs. Stacy Shuttleworth. That's right, I'm Stacy Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter at Stacy Shuttles or on Twitter and the rest of the web as Nerds Doing Stuff. That's right. Uh, Patrick Deeds is out on assignment, as he usually is. He's a very wayward traveler, if you want to follow him. He is on Twitter at P to the Ds. Uh, so today on Video Game Movie Anatomy, where we break down some of the some of the, the best and worst film adaptations of interactive media, uh, we're going to be talking about Angry Birds uh, as it is billed. Find out why the birds are so angry when an island populated by happy, flightless birds is visited by mysterious green piggies. It's up to three unlikely outcasts, Red, Chuck, and Bomb, to to figure out what the pigs are up to. So we saw this this past weekend. Okay. And uh, off off the bat, do we, do we want to do opinions or do we want to go to our speed run? Uh, we talk opinions okay. a little bit. What, sure. So what, what did you think? I was really surprised about this movie, actually, that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah. I figured it would be very funny and have a lot of the really corny jokes for laughs, like directly just, this is stupid, but it's going to make people laugh. But it was a well put together movie overall. The the cast list was solid when they announced it, so that initially made you think, uh, this this could have something. They've got a good amount of people behind it. And then once the mm -hmm. first trailer hit, everybody went, oh, this this could be something. This could be uh, something that nobody was expecting. And it dethroned Captain America's Civil War in its second week, which is pretty huge. Pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, it's got two first-time directors, Clay Cadis and Fergal Riley. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get to them when we talk about them later in the show. But I think them, along with the crew at Rovio, made a solid movie that's more than just oh, this is a this is popular. Let's see if people will see it. Let's just try to shill as much advertising money as we could, which they shilled a <laughs> lot of it. Um, <laughs> wow. So. Uh, Pretty positive. Uh, if, if you haven't seen Angry Birds, there's a lot coming out uh, right now in theaters. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 just came out. If you haven't seen Civil War, mm -hmm, too, too many good movies. Uh, but Lots of trips. this should fit amongst ones that you go see as soon as possible before it leaves <laughs> theaters. Uh, very worth it. A uh, uh, good score, good cast, good jokes. Uh, let's let's get into it with something that we call our speed run. Our speed run is a definitive statement. It's like a box quote on the back of the movie, on the back of the game when you're in your local GameStop. For example, Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script but nails the spirit of the game. Stacy, what do you have for Angry Birds? All right, so now keep in mind, I actually enjoy this movie quite a lot. Okay. <laughs> But, so, Angry Birds the movie contributes literally nothing to the betterment of humanity nor enriches the morals of your children. Despite that, the surprisingly well-developed film is entertaining as hell and delivers no shortage of laughs. 
That's pretty good. Uh, despite the seem the, like the backhanded compliment. Uh, but <laughs> not it's, every mo- movie has to have a huge message, though. And, okay with that. And I will say, uh, Ratchet and Clank was trying so hard to hit us over the head with a message that it lost substance. True. While getting there, mm-hmm. so yeah, I could say. And now I'm trying to think back on Ratchet and Clank and see what I actually remember, and it's the stuff that's from the games. Yeah. And nefarious at the end. Anyway. They tried to shove a lot down your throat, whereas this one was just like, no, 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 this is for fun. Yeah, so (laughs) in a game uh, that you could download for free, you should spend the time and the money to uh, make this experience one that you won't forget because... uh, I mean, I mean, we, we've, it's good. So it's it's hard to expound upon. Oh, it's good. Well, what do we do now? The show's usually about ripping on game on, on game based movies. We really don't have all that many negative things to say about it. No, and 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 I think the 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 good thing about this versus Ratchet and Clank is it has so little. T- it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. To go off of. It's always been the pigs steal the eggs, the birds get the pigs back from the eggs. You get new birds, but it's always the same thing. Right. So with, with Ratchet and Clank, that's had a <laughs> lifetime's worth. Um, like some some kids who are playing Ratchet and Clank for the first time with this movie or with that movie, not this movie, mm-hmm. and and going, oh, what's this uh, Lombax business about? What's this robot business about? And th- there's too much story there to try to cram into one movie to appeal to all audiences. Right. Whereas this one does it super, super successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so so we're going to go from there to something that we call our controller toss moment. That's a moment when you're, wa- well, I mean, or phone toss moment where you're playing uh, you're playing a game or you're watching a film and you suddenly have a, you've got to be kidding me, and you throw your phone, hopefully this is a good case, or <laughs> a, your controller across the room. And uh, we've had this be positive before. I've got one of each in this case. Okay, go ahead. So I'll start with the the negative one, the kind of weird one that that made me go, okay, hold on, no, 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 no. So there's a scene in the movie where um, our main pig is is thinking about the eggs, and he's just discovered them, and it goes into this weird romantic dream sequence of him like courting the egg and like having romantic dates with the egg. And it's, Got real weird. The weirdest thing about real that weird. is it uses a tropey romantic song, Why Do Birds Suddenly Appear? But f- in this context, it makes it seem like I could just give me the eggs. I don't want birds to suddenly appear because yeah, that means I can't eat it's, them. It's a weird scene. It's really di- uh, disturbing almost <laughs> if you was. look into it a little bit too it, much. <laughs> Harold was weird. The the king he pig was was, was a little weird. Um, so one one of my I would I would say negative one is uh, there's a mime in this movie. Oh, I have no idea why there's a mime in this movie. It seems like any anytime you want to get a cheap let. But he's not a good mime. No, he's not. He keeps talking. And are mimes things for kids these days? I think that's that's. Do kids where, still know what mimes are? Exactly, because I think this is where the European influence of the creative team came in. Because mimes might still be big in Europe, we don't know. Okay. But to have 
the, the joke about the mime is that the mime talks sometimes. And it's like, oh, it's supposed to be funny. But one of the first thing the mime does is talk. Yes. And then just... And maybe, like, once towards the middle of the movie, for shock value, it would have been really funny. Mm-hmm. But it starts off right out the bat. Oh, this mime isn't a very good mime. And it's also in the trailers, which I do not... I, like, if there's anything that I would instantly throw out of this movie, it's the mime. Even when when they tossed him uh, at the finale. <laughs> like, that, yeah. is that... Is that supposed to make us feel better? Now you're just hurting an innocent person. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so the mime was for me. Uh, what was another one of yours? Well, so my other one was a great one. Um, so Chuck, the yellow bird, who we know, zooms into speed, you know, super speed in the games, and he does a little bit of that in the movie, too, when he goes into a Quicksilver parody, taking out a couple of enemies. Yeah, the slow motion breakdown of all of the piggies. That... That was real. That was a fun scene. When I realized what was going on, that was a good moment. That's more of it, not a controller toss moment, but one where you put down and you just watch the <laughs> the cinematic true. as it's happening, and then when it says press X, you're like, oh crap! <laughs> oh, okay. Uncharted did like that, that to that me. One. Uncharted Two did that to me. Where I was like, oh, the mm. game's over, and then it went, hey, you better hold <clears throat> X, or y'all gonna die. Nope. Nah. Yeah. Um, I I really had the mime, just the mime. Uh, I. Big one. There's not too much that. I, I really liked the references and how they how they tossed them in and incorporated them in the movies and dialogue and whatever. Uh, so I wouldn't consider them control the test moments, but I totally agree with yours. Yeah, you know, that's weird because they were super over-the-top and in-your-face references, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, this is so annoying. Just stop it. It was, oh, my God, they made another piggy reference. Well, I, I would say the... Uh, there was one that fell on uh, Andrew, my fiance's deaf ears, because she never played. Who who didn't play it with the sound on? Somebody said that they never played it oh, with the sound yeah. on. Was Maybe that Andrew? Okay, yeah. so um, uh, we we did a double date with our with our significant others, um, mm-hmm. but uh, Andrea had never played with the sound on. So when at the top of the movie the kid got kicked and it made the like like it does in the games, she was like, oh, that's a cute sound effect. And I went, like, from the game. And she went, I have no idea what you're talking about. So... It would have been Robbie. I don't remember who that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Possibly Robbie. Um, but sounds like something you do. We'll get, we'll get more into the uh, references and similarities in a second. But let's talk about this cast. Uh, I didn't have enough room on our sheet to include every single person, but just some highlights. Uh, Jason Sudeikis as our hero, Red. What did you think about his performance? I liked him as Red. I thought it was pretty fun. A um, little less angry than probably could have, the, the way they made it seem in the trailers, mm-hmm. like the just all out rage. But I kind of liked that it was a more subtle, subtle sarcastic. kind of, yeah. It made it more relatable. Fun. Mm-hmm. It made it more relatable. Red was all of us. I mean, I really. agreed with Red most of the time. Those birds were dumb. That's what made him a, he- a hero. <laughs> yeah. It, or our hero is the fact that. Everybody sort of has this latency, uh, this latent anger, maybe not necessarily explosive anger or the ability to poop exploding eggs. But what you have is a hero that everybody can get behind. Mm -hmm. And I I think, I wonder if knowledge of the game makes it easier to get behind him because we know the pigs are bad. Or, which is so weird to think about, but or if somebody's <laughs> going in there and going, well, you know what? He should oh. be nice to those pigs. They're visitors. Because um, that is one thing True. that... True, you've got that bias going into it, so mm-hmm. you know he's right, so you're automatically on his side. And uh, I, I wonder if... But I, I think that there, there was a lesson that they tried to put in here. It just didn't... You had to find it. And that's... <laughs> don't... Um, be wary of strangers. 
Don't necessarily okay. don't necessarily completely disassociate yourself with them. But you know, if I think you're stretching a little bit, maybe. But <laughs> it, so so think about it. You 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 live on the coast. Somebody comes in, destroys your house, and is like, oh whatever. Let's talk to you. I I wouldn't trust that person. No. Based on their there's actions. There's no reason to. And and that's not. And and I think they they may have included that. Well, there's there's a. Nah, it, it wasn't shoveled in, but it gives you instantly a reason to not like them, mm-hmm. for Red to not like them, and for you to instantly think, uh, to to think twice about them. Yeah, you get that. Oh well, they don't care about this, so why would they care about that the rest path? Of the will probably, yeah. And Red's continue. story, uh, I, I thought Sudeikis was good. The the dialogue was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I think the the issue with with me and Sudeikis is he's he's got one of those voices. He's his voice doesn't really stand out in this cast, but I guess it's not supposed to. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. Because, no, it wasn't, like, a standout performance. Like, I'm going to remember that voice. Well, but and also, he, solid. Red is the generic character. Not, mm-hmm. not to say that he, Jason Sudeikis is a generic actor, because he did a great performance. Right. Um, but it's one of, it's, he's just one of those voices, I guess. Mm-hmm. In the more we get animated features... Uh, in the popular culture. Uh, Josh Gad as Chuck. Uh, the yellow bird, speed bird, absolutely bird. phenomenal. Uh, his yeah. backstory was my favorite. Uh, actually, great. no, Terrence's was my favorite oh. because we never heard it. But uh, of the ones that we saw, uh, mm. Chuck's was the most entertaining. Red's was the most sad. And right. uh, Bomb Bomb's just unfortunate. Yeah. He's like the butters of that group. He was just kind of the bumbling, like... Innocent one along for the ride. Mm-hmm. The so. the big innocent Fun. teddy bear yeah. that just might explode at any given moment. You know, and small they thing. They didn't make that necessarily about anger. They made it more about surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, interesting, interesting. Uh, and speaking of Bomb, Danny McBride, uh, wonderful innocent performance, <laughs> representing Bomb right here for for our video viewers. Uh, absolutely loved him, Matilda. Uh, played by Maya Rudolph, who is the white bomb bird that uh, runs the anger management course. Fun character. She was great. Yeah, she was a lot of fun. Because you got to see her on both sides. You got to see her angry. You got to see her a little... You got to see her fight it and and live with it and continue. She had that like just barely contained anger, and she played it so well. It, wasn't, it just worked. It wasn't quite just like a hippie... Uh, mm-hmm. Calm weirdo, uh, but a lot of fun. A yeah. lot of fun. Uh, Bill Hader played the King of the Pigs. Leonard absolutely nailed it. Uh, ever since he, he first showed up in a trailer, I was like, I'm gonna love this character, and I did. Yeah, totally he did. Was, he was entertaining, even as he was being horribly evil. Yeah, in, a, it, in such a ridiculous way. If, if there wasn't, <laughs> if there wasn't the evil part. He probably would be a pretty decent person. And if he is the smartest of all of the pigs, what does that say for the rest of the piggy culture? Mm, Unfortunate. Uh, mm. One of my favorite performances in the entire film, Peter Dinklage as the Mighty Eagle. Uh, The Mighty Eagle is a power-up that you pay extra for, uh, and it just annihilates everything on the screen. Uh, And I thought... It would be funny if they had to like pay him in order to get him to do work. <laughs> that would have been uh, great. It would have been a little too meta, probably. But, um, mm, but that, lo- that might have been one of the things that pushed it a little bit. Maybe, yeah. In your face. Uh, larger than life and uh, a 
uh, out of shape, out of work, has been hero that everybody on the island idolizes, but ends up becoming the catalyst for Red, Chuck, and Bomb to do something. And uh, I thought when, uh, at the end when he was like, I was trying to, you know, motivate you to do what you do. (laughs) He gave a face at the end of their first interaction with him that implied that's exactly what he was doing. That it was kind of, yeah, Yeah. the truth behind it. And not just the, oh, yeah, I was here saving the day the whole time Mm -hmm. kind of excuse. It was Mm -hmm. was really bizarre. It was really, it was a weird choice if you were going to make a joke out of that when it seemed genuine. But, Mm -hmm. uh... I, I would like to hope that they motion captured uh, Peter Dinklage doing all of the dancing that uh, the Mighty Eagle ended up having to do in the movie. I would love that footage. Uh, Blu-ray. A lot. Uh, we're like asking that. you, Sony, put that on the Blu-ray. Even if it didn't happen, make it happen. You know, he's danced before in the blooper side. There's got to be him dancing somewhere. Sure. It's, Just in the booth? Yeah. It's- Why not? Uh, Sean Penn plays the large <laughs> red bird, uh, Terrence. I hadn't. Sean Penn surprised the crap out of me. It's just grunts and I mean, I hope it was him singing at the end Uh, and uh, laughing. The most frightening but compelling (laughs) of our team of Angry Birds. What did you think, Terrence? Amazing. Just you just think like this big terrifying bird. I mean, they're too scared to go into his case history. And then there's just all these little things about him that just keep getting thrown in. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got like clearly has a sense of humor kind of thing. And then the singing at the end. I mean, is it? He's a beautiful totally soul, side. a misunderstood beautiful soul, beautiful soul that who only does terrible things. Terrible, terrible things. <laughs> uh, other highlights include Keegan Michael Key as Judge Peckinpah, Kate McKinnon as Stella, the Pink Bird, uh, which is weird to not see her as a head. I get, and she, they oh. gave her like an actual body. Um, she also played the mom of the birthday egg. That calls Red Daddy. Right. Uh, Tony Hale played several parts, including the dad. Um, the ones that I found interesting, two of the other birds from later installments, uh, Ian Hecox and Anthony Padilla, which you might recognize, you may not, as Smosh, pay, played the balloon bird and the boomerang bird, respectively. How did they get into this movie? Like, I don't know. there's a really good short about them getting the parts. Uh-huh. Um, and, I, and they're... Their humor has evolved since the days of uh, lip-syncing the Pokemon theme song. God, did yeah, we they just have grown a lot. We just date ourselves a little bit. But That's like you know, one of the first uh, yeah. viral YouTube videos. Oh my god! Yeah, that was way back in the beginning. Yeah, um, but they didn't contribute too much. But once they sort of showed their characters, I was like, oh, we're getting all the birds. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, which, which is weird. <laughs> Angry Birds is one of those games where. And we'll get into game similarity, uh, I suppose. Angry Birds is one of those games where it's like, you know what? I'm about to fall asleep. I need something to make me fall asleep. I'll play Angry Birds for 20 minutes. How? What's You're done. What's your history with Angry Birds? Yeah, it's very slow paced for me. <laughs> it's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. So my play, I'd get really obsessed with it and play it for a while and get really frustrated with it and then stop playing it. Uh, but it was always a time killer. You know, yeah. if I just needed, I was like, oh, I'm sitting here. I play Angry Birds, and then like forty-five minutes later, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I should have moved on to something else by now." You it's know. it's a really good physics puzzle yes. uh, game, and the art style was always cute. Uh, you could mm-hmm. fire the same bird a million ways, but for some reason, it would affect all of the the pillars differently. We got some of that weird construction in the Piggy Kingdom on Piggy yeah, Island. That was kind of neat. Uh, the castle being just a weird <laughs> Susian. Uh, 
nightmare of geometry. Um, Works apparently. <laughs> there's something, and and this shows you I played it, played Angry Birds a little bit too much. There was something in the movie that made me a little bit mad, but it was a good it was a good comedy moment. But it wasn't canon. It wasn't Angry Birds canon. When they first display the power of the slingshot and they fire red, he knocks into a rock and the rock breaks. The red bird can't break rocks. You can try to tell me that all you want. I'm not going to believe you. Sony, get out of here. I liked the movie up until that point. Had to check out. They had to pull me back into the theater, which had about eight people in it, including us. But Yes, that really ruined it for you. It, did, I, it, just, no, it stuck I, in my brain. You know what? For for as much of the game that they managed to work in there, them missing that, I could see how you would get really frustrated. I'm, no, I'm just I'm but. kidding. It's it's a fun it's a fun comedy moment. Um, so there were a couple of things in there. The score, like we played at the top, had a really fun swashbuckle way of playing the original theme. Uh, the wee from the the kid that kicks the soccer ball against Red's house. Um, my favorite one that I don't know if anybody, I, I don't know if you noticed or not, but after the, the survey, the customer survey, after he's the clown, he says right. on a scale of one to three oh, stars, yes. uh, how did I do? And I was just like, okay, how many are we, are we getting them out of the way right away? Probably. That was, that maybe. was pretty good. <laughs> and then all of the birds had their abilities. So how the boomerang bird just barely reaches the castle and comes right back, uh, bubbles the balloon bird, totally inflates, uh, a lot larger than I remember, but um, <laughs> Matilda. Exaggerated for the movie. Okay, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, this may or may not be canon. Uh, I even, take a few liberties, all right? I don't know if Nitpicking. the audio listeners can uh, understand how sarcastic I'm being. <laughs> I hope they can. I really do. Um, we got references to Angry Birds Go slash Bad Piggies, which both involve uh, like custom cars and automobiles uh, mm-hmm. that are made by the pigs and the birds, respectively. Uh, Angry Birds Pop, which is the new uh, bubble match game that they have, and the theme song was all over the ding-dang place. Uh, it It didn't... I think because I got them all, even despite getting all of the references, I didn't. I, I agree that it didn't hit me over the head with them. Yeah, it was kind of weird. They found this balance, or maybe we—I don't know. Maybe I knew that it was just that this is to entertain. I'm not looking for anything deeper, and so I could just unabashedly enjoy them all. I'm. I, I, I think it's, but, it started so strong. Yeah, I mean, but nonetheless, even a good film can have too many references that mm. knock you out of something. And this one, they I mean, they had all the references there. And, and as ridiculous, if you take any other movie and put, we're just going to fire our people at them in yeah. a slingshot, from a slingshot, I, I wouldn't believe you. But for this, like, I, I have to hand it to the marketing because the trailers only had stuff <laughs> from, like, the first 20 minutes. Yes. And then a couple of the the... Slingshot stuff, but that's it's Angry mm-hmm. Birds. We're, we know yeah. that that's coming. Well, and I think it's because it has that kind of unique buildup. You know, in the game, that's what you do. That's kind of what you expect to happen. So the idea of launching your citizens at a pig town is mm-hmm. not as ludicrous as it would be in an unrelated game. Yeah, um, and of course, at the at the very end of the movie, uh, Red ends up saving one last egg that hatches into three blue chick. Uh, uh, Three blue chicks, mm-hmm. uh, and the final send-off is the three birds getting into the slingshot and firing off set together, and then splitting off as the three mini birds that we're used to in the game. 
<clears throat> is that the Avengers-esque team tease <laughs> that we need for Angry Birds 2? They're going to come back, team up, and it will be the Bird Vengers. The... What do we... Angry... Angrier Birds. Angrier Birds. You know what? They probably I, will call it Angrier Birds. I, you know, I Or Angry Birds 2, even angrier. Yeah, something like that. Uh, or ang- angry... <laughs> now we're mad. <laughs> angry, <laughs> angry Birds 2, angry and loving it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Embrace your angry. <coughs> Embrace the anger. It's, um, th- I mean, the plot follow plot follows is an, essentially an extended version of the miniature cutscenes in the game. Right. The picture you see how peaceful the island is, and Andre and I both had opposite opinions. So I want to know yours too. Like it got to a point where I went, okay, when did the pigs show up? And she was like, oh yeah, the pigs. When the, when the 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 boat came in, and she was like, what's on the? Oh, that's right, it's the pigs. What what did you have uh, waiting for the pigs to show up? Was it? All right, we better get this plot moving, or or like, I mean, oh, here we yeah, go. Yeah, by the time they showed up, I was ready. It it did happen fairly quickly. They did, but they did so much setup so quickly, and they did it well. I mean, mm-hmm. you had a comprehensive idea of what was going on in that world and what it was like, and so I was like, okay, I think we have all the basic facts now. Now it's time for the pigs. Yeah, you know? and we we had the montage of Red uh, and Red's life that ended up being a lot of the stuff from the trailers, which I was like, oh, good. Then we're going to get a lot of fresh stuff that we've not mm-hmm. never seen before. Um, good use of uh, songs. Really good soundtrack. Really good soundtrack. There were some great song pairings mm-hmm. that just, you know, We got Rickrolled. Uh, we got Rickrolled by the Mighty Eagle. You monster. I'm never sad to be Rickrolled. Never. That means they want a good I- song. I'm always happy when someone successfully rickrolls me, so that was good. We got a new song from Blake Shelton that was a key performance from the Pigs. Uh, they made it. They had a cowboy show. Yeah, that was also a weird moment. There was a lot of that like was weird pig butts and implied nudity, and like there was a full Monty yeah. reference. So there were there were some some jokes in here that were definitely some? well. There were some jokes that were definitely for the adults. Some stuff that were like, okay, let's give some, let's give some for the kids. Uh, there was a visual gag of <laughs> uh, the birds and the bees health clinic. No, it wasn't even health. Full out fertility. Fertility. Birds clinic. and the bees. Birds fertility and the bees fertility clinic. Clinic. Which was in a giant egg, and it was it. It didn't really <laughs> force it down, but like you'd see it a couple times, and Dre went, "Oh my god!" But it was there. I mean, it was very prominent. No one pointed it out and was like, "Oh, look at." <laughs> But it was there. When the pigs were t- getting the tour, mm-hmm. the first picture that we see taken from the photographer was of the Birds and the Bees clinic. Just to, And it was like a still, so you could see a couple seconds so, of it. Right. Oh, God, what is that? Uh, huh. There was a hug exchange. Ugh. I don't know what sort of a respectable business that could turn out to be. You know? Um, but then they make, they make a joke at his expense uh, yeah. later well, in the movie. Well, several, th- several times throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Never gets his hugs, and then... He finally does. Everything at the end changes. Bless him. Uh, The piggies end up becoming friends, or fake becoming friends with everybody while they're building some sort of a mechanism. And uh, Red's the only one who's trying to convince everybody. Chuck and Bomb are like, all right, let's see what's going Mm. on here. Uh, And the pigs end up stealing all of the eggs, all of the, and, and putting it in this case after we see hatchlings. And go like they're stealing children. They're going to mm-hmm. the pigs are going to eat children, basically. Yeah, and that's terrifying. Yeah, but they just kind of gloss over it, mm-hmm. so we don't think about it. 
it, no, the okay. kids go, oh, eggs. And the adults go, oh, my God. Because, oh. like, the importance of hatchlings and family and, and seeing the, the families who were really rocked by mm-hmm. the loss of their eggs is really, like, sobering. Which yeah. Which is weird to put for a movie it like was, this. It was a different take on, yeah, mm-hmm. on birds and eggs relationships. So, Red. it was, the family was very played up, kind of. Mm-hmm. The, the importance of family. There. Mm-hmm. And and Red sort of wanting that connection that he never had, though mm-hmm. uh, I'm entirely certain that Angry Birds 2 will be about Red's parents and Red finding his parents. Because that. that's what every animated see, Madagascar 2 is You've about finding parents. You've got to go into the parents. Yep. Yeah. Especially if you're an orphan. It is a classic recipe. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, and, and so Red has to, the, the entire island goes to Red because he suspected them all along. In order to mount a rescue to Piggy Island, they bring the slingshot and all havoc ensues. There's some good comedy. You get to see all of the birds use their abilities. Super gratuitous. It was great. It was, fa- it, it was really violent. Like, if you think what? about it, it was really violent. It, yeah, was, they... it was a kamikaze <laughs> scene where people were just like, whatever, launch me. I don't... I, we gotta get our kids back. I'm gonna explode in that pig's house and destroy everything. I've gotta blow up it. this this uh, launch platform so that the pigs can't get in their planes uh, to to kill all of us. But it's funny because they're little birds. They're birds and pigs. You know, it's little green green pigs and, and colorful, colorful birds. birds. It's fine. You know, for kids. <laughs> totally. I was. This is probably the most selfless act of violence in a movie. When an entire community is like, I will, if 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 I go you know? down, <laughs> yeah. uh, taking out some of these pigs to get my children back, I call that a good Sunday. Yeah, you know, none of them are worried about what's going to happen when they hit these buildings. It's just, yeah, we're going to do that. And the only frame of reference they have is, oh, Red survived, and he <laughs> hit a rock, and it exploded. Whoa. What? Why not? We're all safe then. Yeah. You know, so it, ourselves in the buildings. It was a really fun ride, a fun adventure, some really good puns. Uh, we'll we'll mm-hmm. talk more about the puns when we get to favorite lines. Um, so a, a little bit about this production. I found it really interesting. Uh, the budget was about $80 million, 75 million euro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rovio invested over 100 million euros into the movie, which made it the largest bu- uh, the largest film budget in the history of Finland, which uh, before oh. it was only 8.5 million euro. I mean, they blew it out of the water. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. Um, even more so, the production budget, the, or, I'm sorry, the, the promotion budget. So the production budget, about $80 million. The promotion budget, $400 million. Why? All you gotta do, you change the logos on all your games, which they already did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I think they're doing McDonald's. Uh, they did. There's a whole bunch of print media, and all of the video media as well. Which is crazy because I feel like this franchise was big enough. It was popular enough to attract quite a few viewers just on its own merit, just the, on the name alone, without really having to push or get the word out there. I mean, I the think, word's already out there. I think the issue was people going an Angry Birds movie. Well, and that. I, I think is is no. I mean, all of us. I think that was solved with the trailers, but that, you didn't have to. Yeah. Like you do some print here, some print there. Uh, I mean, they they made a deal with AMC and made these fancy bomb uh, bomb pins, uh, mm-hmm. millions of dollars. So, I I don't understand the 
the, there are the three. Do you know what the three most uh, household video game franchises are? I'm guessing Angry Birds. Angry Birds is, is one. At least one of them. Yeah. And the other two are Minecraft and Super Mario. The, yeah. So those three, if you if you cough. Angry Birds. People go, oh, did you new Angry yeah. Birds? I played Angry Birds before. Anybody who had a cell phone could you essentially had Angry, had Angry Birds. Birds. At one point or another, you played Angry Birds. Either the free demo or do. you spent a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I spent a dollar on Angry Birds too. <laughs> and Angry Birds pop. I didn't never play Bad Piggies, but that was supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, four hundred million dollars on promotion. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Three hundred million, and then the once you add the production budget, it's about a four hundred million dollar uh, budget. Absolutely, absolutely insane. Uh, so a little bit about the directors too. Clay Catus started his animated started his career at Walt Disney Animated Studios. He was the head of animation uh, while working on Tangled, Wreck It Ralph, and Frozen. He ended up leaving the studio in two thousand thirteen. Uh, and Riley was born is an Irish citizen uh, who also worked at Walt Disney Studios as an animator and storyboard artist. Uh, some of the some of the films that he worked on included Hotel Transylvania, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and Spider-Man 2. Not Amazing Spider-Man 2, but OG Spider-Man 2. So, uh, wonderful pedigree on these two. Sony, Mm -hmm. a bit of a Sony uh, pedigree as well with Riley, and they made their directorial debut on Angry Birds. Solid, solid effort. And it worked. It did. (laughs) And and, uh, disagree, I mean, I I haven't seen any Hotel Transylvanias, but but they don't look like my style, even though I really like Andy Tartakovsky. Uh. First one was cute. First one was cute. Don't know about the second one. Yeah, um, I don't think I saw the second one. Because mm. the <laughs> the animation seemed really uh, frantic to me. Yeah, animation wasn't strong. Okay. Point, I don't think. But the script is all right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, whereas this one, the the movie looked absolutely beautiful. It really did. Super colorful. All the bird designs were fun. It didn't mm. seem weird that they had legs. No. As opposed to, but at any time they show, they drew like uh, like the stenographer in the courtroom drew red. It was red from the right. game, and it was just like, wow, <laughs> you're seeing these two art styles next to each other. And if if this is the future of Angry Birds, I'm I'm in. Yeah, it was interesting because the yeah the difference wasn't really jarring when the movie started. I was like, okay, that's Angry Birds. That's what you're watching, and then you'd see them drawing. You know, you'd see it side by side with the little. Um, characters that we get in mm-hmm. the games and it was like oh wow they're really really different and we even had when red finally got launched and at the end <laughs> he was traveling at such a speed that made him look like the ball mm-hmm. the classic bald bird um b-a-l-l-e-d bird not b-a-l-d <laughs> like the mighty eagle uh so the the critical and and box office the the critical is is a little bit confusing to me, uh, and, and the yeah. box office is not as of this past weekend it has made two hundred eighty three point four million. So from a production standpoint, that's a hit. That's a that's one hundred percent a hit. That's four times its production budget. But once you put promotion in there. I don't know where the studio draws that line. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I have no doubt that it'll eventually pass that point too, via you know rewatch and then when it comes out on DVD. I would see. I, I would see this movie again. Good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind watching it again, especially you know with the DVD at home. If I've got some time to kill and just want something that I don't have to tune in and think about too much, just something to laugh at. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's doing pretty well. Uh, I think it was number four this past weekend, and and with how many big movies are at the box office right now, that's still still doing pretty well. It's holding up. IMDb has it a seven point nine out of ten. 
Here's the surprising part. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 43% critic score and a 52% audience score. Yeah, the critic score doesn't surprise me so much. Really? No, they, I mean, it's still animated. There's still a bit of a bias in that direction. Oh, yeah, I suppose I mean, right. and it's based off of a video, you know, a video game as much as you want to look at Get it. Off. It's still there. It, it still exists. I, 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 don't, I don't like uh, critic bias when it comes to that stuff. Just because it's a topic that you may not be okay with, open yourself up to it. You yeah. might be surprised. And yet we still see it all the time. But like, the audience surprises me. The audience surprises me too, because um, but though to be honest, I haven't heard like um, once I found out Patrick wasn't joining us, I, I was asking around the studio who's seen Angry Birds, who's seen Angry Birds. Like, oh, I'm I'm not seeing that. Was that okay? And I was like, dude, it was great. Oh, well, I guess I might see it then. <laughs> but again, it came out in a very busy season where some people would rather probably watch Civil War again. I'm very surprised, yeah, that it came out so close to Civil War. I mean, it did great against it it's mm. you know opening weekend but still yeah i feel like that does take the draw away from people who might just go to the movies to and be like okay yeah angry birds is playing that's the best choice right now but if you've got going up against captain america it's a harder sell that's actually probably one of the one of the best subtle reviews that that could have been your speed run <laughs> angry birds is playing mm. <laughs> all right it's saturday I don't want to see an action movie. I just want to see some colorful birds yeah. and, and some green pigs. Why not? Uh, Steve Green from IndieWire says, Maybe at this point it's too much to hope for an animated film like The Angry Birds to exist as anything other than marketing fodder, but hopefully it's not too much to ask for that hashtag content to have a shred of substance to it. Which which I disagree with. I thought there was a... I mean, you said there wasn't a lesson, which, which I can see, but uh, I think the, the story wasn't too cookie cutter. I mean, ultimately, it's about a hero saving the day from an evil king, yeah. which we get all the time. We absolutely do, and you know. But it was a well put together story. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Fe- it didn't feel like, oh, here we go again. We know exactly what's gonna happen. I mean, mostly because it involved birds slingshotting themselves into a castle, and as it was their main attack. But it was also know. at a good pace. Yes, you know, like it. We, we had the thing of, all right, time for the pigs, because we, we were feeling, all right, we've got everything established, we mm-hmm. know all of our characters, now how will they adjust to this threat? Right, and I mean, most of that, again, I think comes from the fact that we knew that that's what was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what we expected. So we were when we were ready for it, we knew we were ready for it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. We had, we had everything we needed at that point. You know, it wasn't like the pigs would just suddenly show up and we're like, hold on, hold on, we don't have enough background to go on yet. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and, and it's not like the, the movie open is like, this is red pigs! Like, yeah. No, we, we got enough time with all of our characters. Uh, we got... And then we spent even more time with them and the Mighty Eagle, which mm-hmm. made that scene stronger. If we didn't have as much of an establishment with them, and yeah. and seeing Red's Mighty Eagle comic and the poster and how everybody sort of treated him, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was a fun background. ride. Uh, mm-hmm. Peter travels from Rolling Stone, a very reputable film critic, uh, repackaged way past the time when the game was at was a peak obsession. This animated joyride is still an irresistible invitation to shake your sillies out. I totally agree. I absolutely agree with that. That's, I mean, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. It was a really silly movie. Mm-hmm. You got pig puns and bird puns, uh, stu- stupid jokes that anybody could appreciate, um, though I am a real big proponent of the uh, oft-used pun. Uh, I don't know about you. I like puns. So so, so maybe we yeah. were a little bit more open to it. But maybe. We were also, we also didn't know what we were going, well, we knew... 
basically what to expect, but we went, go in with an open mind, and you can have mm-hmm. yourself a good time, like us and Mr. Peter Travers. Uh, so we're going to go into some of our segments. We're going to talk about our favorite lines. And for this movie, because there were so many, our <laughs> favorite uh, puns. Oh gosh. Uh, all right, so yeah. let's let's why don't we start with puns? With puns? All right, what's what's one of yours? Mine I wrote any. Uh so uh if if you're still looking for an excuse to see the movie, uh the puns are definitely a reason to see it. Uh sort of the last sta- the last uh friendly action from the pigs is this island-wide party and serving as the <laughs> uh, musical accompaniment at the party was both uh Steve Aoinki, which I we all popped kind of heavy for, <laughs> and uh, Daft Pork, which I don't remember if they were name dropped, but that it put me in the mindset it was, to think that it was great, absolutely. And at the party, pigs in a blanket. Oh yeah, I mean just constantly. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need is some good pig puns in I your mean, life. At one point, they're offering piggyback line, piggyback, uh, piggyback rides. rides, and then um, Leonard at one point says. I don't remember the exact, but he says something in Pig Latin, and then he goes to his inside and he goes, that was Pig Latin. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, God. It's like, okay. <laughs> All right. How far are we Great. going? Because I'm already in. I'm already I'm in there. full speed. Uh, but did you have any of the, any bird ones? Well, I think the bird, bird ones me... come uh, came into play in our favorite lines. Probably, yeah. A lot uh, of them did. Just when, So yeah. when Red is, uh, gets sent to court-ordered, uh, or he is... <laughs> His, he gets sentenced to court-ordered anger management. He says very casually, not like a yuck, yuck, time to laugh, but he says just very offhandedly, I'll pluck my life. Like, really, really quick and Nothing. subtle. And I was like, perfect. That's awesome. I love it. it was Wasn't good. too much. Absolutely adored it. And, I mean, they did it a few more times Using in the pluck. movie. And it was still, it was, it was great. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got for one of yours? Uh, let's see. I'm to pick my favorite. Oh, well, I have to mention, it wasn't exactly a pun, but we didn't talk about it yet, and we have to talk about it. Let's do it. The best visual gag, I think, okay. was when they climb up the mountain the first time. Oh, God. They climb up the mountain. <laughs> so, yeah, so Mighty Eagle uh, has, it, it's, there's this huge eagle-shaped mountain that's, that's where Mighty Eagle lives. Like, oh, that's just an old wives' tale. Uh, but they end up trying to get him like, to help save the island. We're going to climb that mountain and we're going to see. And and so we, we see them climbing up this mountain and as they reach the top of it, they look and see <laughs> Mighty Eagle's mountain. They climbed up the wrong mountain. So they're on top of this little mountain just completely just in despair. Mm-hmm. And Bomb just lays down. It just has an existential crisis. They do a time lapse that covers like two days of him just reacting to we climbed up the wrong mountain it's and like ro- like fetal position or I suppose egg position and uh, uh, the 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 other two trying to console him and it's just it was really random. And, but I mean, I get they it was a really really clever way to show a passage of time. Mm-hmm. And these, it was these also guys have been hilarious. Going, yeah, we we need to we need to pass the time somehow. Why not bomb having an existential crisis on the top of the mountain? Why not? Uh, I will say, speaking of bomb, another one. It was, it was really <laughs> stupid, and I admit that. Um, but uh, I don't I don't remember what the setup was. But bomb uh, says, oh, "I just went boom boom before class." Oh yeah, it's really stupid. Mm-hmm. Really stupid. 
little bit, especially because, I mean, I think Adventure Time is bringing Boom Boom back as just random vernacular. So, yeah. and, and they equated uh, him exploding to a couple of uh, inappropriate uh, things for that adults uh, should only know about. <laughs> It's kids yeah, don't stop it. Just kids. stop. Stop asking about it. Um, <laughs> so, so that made it hit uh, a, a little bit more as well. I, those are I absolutely love. What What do you got? So there was um, a point where Red is walking down the street and he sees just a whole bunch of hatchlings mm-hmm. with with their mother at least, if not both their parents. And he goes, "Ever thought about bird control?" Oh God, that was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, um, I, I would say. Uh, if if you haven't been sold to see the movie yet, it's worth it for Red. Just Red, he speaks for all of us, and there's a whole bunch of societal stuff that that occurs in the bird on Bird Island uh, that he. We wish we could say the exact same thing. Sometimes you just can't. It's the things you think sometimes, yeah, and you just you don't let yourself say it, but he says it. Because he is. Uh, I mean, it's it's weird to say American. Uh, I mean, the only thing American about Red is the fact that he's voiced by Jason Sudeikis, but it's a fin- Finland company, a uh, Finnish company uh, on an island that has nothing to do with the world that we know. Uh, though they did they did make a lot of references to, to being flightless, or they made enough references to being flightless birds as opposed to uh, flight-based birds. Right, yeah, they, they kind of set that up early on, too, when making the speech about, like, how happy they were not to have to fly, mm-hmm. and how there seemed to be, like, this... Because you wouldn't know I, where to go. It was almost frightening, yeah, it was almost this frightening, like, mentality of, this is the best place ever, you don't want to go anywhere else, so that's why we're flightless. You wouldn't want to leave, even if you could, why but you, you can't. You don't want to leave. And so that got borderline, like, frightening for a little bit. But a little bit. A little bit. But it, 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 this is a fun movie. Uh, uh, a lot of good dialogue, a lot of good puns. Just too too many puns to count. Uh, mother punners. Uh, <laughs> mother pluckers. Uh, so let's move on to uh, recast. So uh, what we like to do here, uh, it's sort of a shade of what they do over on Action Movie Anatomy. But this, uh, for us, we do it back in the, ga- in the year that the game came out. Angry Birds is seven years old. It's so bizarre to think where technology and the iPhone and everything was seven years ago. But 2009 was a big year for comedies. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of great actors out there to choose from. We're going to be doing Red, Chuck, Bomb, Matilda, Harold, and Eagle. We're doing the whole gamut. So uh, who do you have? Let's let's start from the bottom, then uh, get up to Red. Who do you have for Eagle? Okay, so this one popped into my head, and I could not get it out no matter how hard I tried. And I really can't justify it, but I really want to see Pierce Brosnan as Mighty Eagle. <laughs> I just wow. need it. I just that took me out of it. That's re- hmm. I like that. <laughs> I, I on that same vein, it would be maybe a little bit too Chicken Run, but Mel Gibson <laughs> could could pro- I mean do that sort of out of work, out of shape. Oh, that's I like Pierce Brosnan though. He doesn't get a good chance to be silly. Like he was good in Mamma Mia. But he um, could go even sillier, and oh I just think, God. like, if, yeah, seeing him do that as Mighty Eagle, like, I I like not? that a lot. Um, so, yeah, so that you win. Uh, Harold, <laughs> King of the Pigs. Uh, Harold, all right. Uh, Mr. Simon Pegg. Interesting, you went British, I, too. I, did you go British? Yes, I did. I went Ricky Gervais. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, what is it? The uh, History of Lying? Uh, had just come out that year, oh, that's um, so and good. he's just—he was just sort of mm-hmm. on, on the rise. He, I think, he would be good. But oh, I like Simon <laughs> Pegg. 
He might, Simon Pegg might have been a little bit more subtle, and I could I could believe him to be nice. If you want, yeah, if they wanted to play that kind of nice guy, these are the good guys coming in and really just visiting. Mm-hmm. They're helpful. I can believe that a little bit more, but oh, Ricky, but. Ricky would give you a little bit more of that. I don't like them. I that don't like them. That maniacal kind of simmering underneath. Oh, that'd mm-hmm. be great. I, I like yours a lot. Okay. It'd be perfect. Uh, so so far we got Pierce Brosnan and Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Let's bring it back stateside. I'm kidding. I don't care. Uh, Matilda. <laughs> Our uh, reserved anger management coach that can poop fireballs. I, I had a couple of op- options for this. Yeah. Just because there were a couple of ladies at that time that probably could have done a great job as angry birds. Or, mm-hmm. you know, trying not to be angry birds. So uh, my first one, the first one I came up with was uh, Angela Kinsey. She was Angela in the office. Yes, 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 yes. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that would have been. Just this this rage is always there. She, but yeah. she's got that perky. Intr- yeah, that's good. Um, funnily enough, when I was looking through this, I went, oh, she be wait, that's Maya Rudolph. She oh. already voiced this character. Yeah. Um, just, she did such a great job, but she was also, uh, she was doing a lot of really great indie movies at the time. So I think she might have still been cast as Matilda. I, I thought that was absolutely, yeah. But speaking of The Office, um, uh, Rashida Jones. Yeah, I almost cast The Office. I was just like, why don't we take office The Office Birds. cast and put them in Angry Birds? Steve Carell is the Mighty it. Eagle. Oh, they could have all done it. I just... I was just moving them on over. Um, Interesting. Who was your other Matilda? So, uh, God, I had three altogether. Um, oh, goodness. Mindy Kaling was one of my other ones. All right, still in the office. Still in the office. <laughs> da, 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 birds. <laughs> that been fun. And then the other one, um, Liza uh, Whale. Okay. She was, do you know, Paris, I, Paris from Gilmore Girls. She's in How to Get Away with Murder right now. Okay, yeah, Bonnie. I know her. Yeah, 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 I know her. Okay. Um, I think she's hmm. got that kind of carefully controlled, could go crazy at any moment type. Mm. Attitude. I like that. I'm still. I still like your first one. She, yeah, she. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> um, who do you have for bomb? Bomb. So back, you know, 2009. This is kind of right before uh, Chris Pratt really blew up, and I think oh, so this it, would be but, kind of in his, hmm. possibly in his wheelhouse. Hmm. That's. Well, uh, yeah, I think that would be a good, good way to. Pop him up, but I think they would want to use established folks because, like, Danny McBride has has a really long, uh, I mean, still TV. So I really like that wheelhouse. I don't know if Sony would take the chance on him. That's good though. at that point. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I think he could yet. do it. I went uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh, I like. Because like, oh, you know what, Vince, yeah. Yeah, Vince Vaughn could do that. He's that it's, kind of calm, sweet, like demeanor type. Uh, he can do it if he if he if can. He, yeah. Yeah. If if he wants to, he could be pretty sweet, mm-hmm. but we just know him as a sarcastic jerk. Oh, yeah. But the purity of him in Dodgeball is is sort of the one that I'm thinking about for, for Bomb. He's got that capability, for sure. Mm-hmm. What do you got for Chuck? So, Chuck, um, Ed Helms. That's really funny that you say that, because the same, oh. that same, that year, 2009, also mm-hmm. marked the release of The Hangover, which uh, featured Ed Helms and also yes. featured Zach Galifianakis. That was one of my, yeah. Which I thought for, for yeah. Chuck as well. But I, I thought I thought Ed Helms too, and I was like, oh, I should keep it's it like, to one. There's a few, I know, I just lost it. No. <laughs> but you know, I, I like Ed Helms. Just because that was one of my, my picks too, I have to say Ed Helms is a better choice. <laughs> oh, that's good. And finally, for our hero, uh, Red. Who do you got? For Red, uh, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. That's that would be real fun. Pretty dang good. <laughs> um, 
this this was a big year for either. Um, never mind, I forgot his name. Paul Rudd. Uh, oh, just yeah. because he's that every man that we can kind of relate to, mm-hmm. um, and he he's got one of those voices. Yeah, he'd have that resigned kind of just eh, screw it. Kind yeah, of. It, it's sort of like what we're seeing with him uh, as uh, Scott Lang right now in Ant Man. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think he could have a lot of fun with that. But who would you yeah. cast in the Angry Birds movie if it was two thousand nine? Uh, let us know in the comments down below or on iTunes. We are on iTunes. Do us a favor mm-hmm. if you're listening to us on iTunes, check us out on YouTube on the Popcorn Talk Network. If you're watching us on on YouTube. Go to iTunes. Leave us a star rating. Five stars if you're nasty. Uh, four if you think we're okay. Remember, the other stars don't work. Leave us a review. Uh, leave us a couple of stars. Um, this this movie, it se- we seem to have more of a bombastic time, no pun intended, on sure. the really, really poor... Well, maybe not. <laughs> uh, on the really, really bad movies. Like uh, uh, in the studio today... Uh, the first Tomb Raider was on. Oh, and I was no. just like, oh, God. And people were like, this was pretty bad. And I was like, don't even get me started. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk no. about it. Then uh, uh, people were like, no, Street Fighter. And I was like, don't. Mm-mm. The second Street Fighter. There was a second Street Fighter. Okay. Everybody sit down. It's lesson time. No, uh, no, don't, don't spread that. No, 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 no. No one no, needs to know. No. Uh, we went so, through that. So, so people uh, don't have to. Exactly. That's, that's the idea. <laughs> this is our life's goal to save you from doing it. But we think you should go out and see Angry Birds. Do you have any yes. final thoughts on the film? Uh, you know what? They had a lot of really dumb gags and they were really great mm-hmm. and very entertaining and that is an hour and a half of my life that I would happily, you know, spend laughing. I'd relive <laughs> that. Yeah. It was good. It's a good half hour to, to uh, relive. We saw it in a relatively small theater with not a big crowd. I think if they, there was nobody else in the theater, we probably could have had an even better time. It would have been pretty great. Yeah, it is definitely a commentary movie. It's a social, it's a, it is a social movie, mm. I think. It's one that you put on with a couple of friends and you guys have fun with it because you don't really have to pay attention to like subtleties of the plot because there really aren't that many. It's, you know, it's a very straightforward kind of progression so if you talk over one second you're not going to miss anything huge it's an action-packed thrill ride <laughs> uh yeah very fun movie if you have uh if you want an excuse take a nephew or a niece um or, or just go on like a saturday morning when nobody else is is going to the movies yeah we still got the weird look from there from our what there, there, he, he kind of was like angry birds yeah. yes angry birds that's well, you what think, we're seeing. You think we're going to go see that other weird movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Out of the Shadows? <laughs> no. Too long of a title. Ugh. Get me out of here. Um, I'm not into that. I can't even say that in one breath. I mean, it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah. It, go see it. It's a good matinee. Uh, we would recommend it. Would you give this an extra life? I or mean, game over. It's coming anyway, so yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we <laughs> might as well be kind of open Angrier to it. Angrier birds. Angrier let's birds. Do it. <laughs> uh, uh, Angry Birds Two: The Streets. Uh, with, let us know what your Angry Birds sequel title is in the comments yeah. down below. I also I give it an extra life just because I enjoyed it and I would I would sit through another story of yeah. these characters. I could see them go more in depth for sure. I agree. I I, I say so too. So uh, before we sign off, we wanted to let you know that next week uh, to make up for Memorial Day. Uh, we are going to be back on our regular schedule next week. We're going to be doing Warcraft, the highly anticipated uh, Blizzard epic that we hope surprises us because the reviews are not doing too great. 
Which is really sad. Which is really unfortunate when when a, a surprise hit like Angry Birds can come out, but the the widely hugely advertised Warcraft, which is essentially in this summer season, it's kind of a gimme. Oh, it's going to be so disappointing if it. I yeah. hope not. I it hope. Can't, can't. I hope we're going in with lowered expectations that get changed. Hopefully. Hopefully. So uh, if you want to talk along with us, uh, we'll be in chat next time. My phone totally died. So if you want to be uh, with us in chat, uh, go see Warcraft this weekend. We're going to be doing it in IMAX 3D to get the full experience. Um, but until then, Stacy, where can the folks find you on the webternet? Find me on Twitter at Stacy Shuttles or all across the web, including Twitter at Nerds Doing Stuff, where I'm a nerd doing stuff. It's a wonderful channel, uh, uh, website. You guys don't have a channel yet. Not yet. I, I just... Stop talking about things that don't exist. Um, so yes, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MarkBDonica. Use the hashtag VGMAnatomy in order to talk to us about all of the different stuff that we've been talking about. Go to PopcornTalk.com. Uh, that's where we have a backlog of all of the movies that we've ever talked about. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash SoapboxMarkD. I've been putting up some Overwatch videos. Little bit obsessed, just a little bit. Uh, I put up a, a fun video today about the play of the game uh, metric and how kind of broken it is. Uh, but I'm having a lot of fun. I'm on Twitch too, so follow me on Twitter, Mark B. Donica, for that. Follow Patrick at P to the D's. Follow all of us here at the Popcorn Talk on Twitter. Uh, we'll see you for Warcraft next week at the arcade. Why not? <laughs> From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.